One of the roles that Torah plays right now is in giving people a mirror to what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, and maybe even a window <laughs> yeah. to where they want to go. I'm Alana Steinheim, Rosh Beit Midrash and Senior Fellow at the Shalom Hartman Institute. I'm excited to share that I am the host of Texting, a new podcast where ancient wisdom meets contemporary relevance from Hartman's award-winning digital team. On each show, Hartman scholars Christine Hayes, Yona Hain, or Leora Botnitsky will join me to delve into a Torah text that offers insight and inspiration about the issues that matter to you and to our community. I got the feeling from the various explanations that the rabbis gave that God also feels broken. You can listen to texting at shalomhartman.org forward slash texting or wherever you get your podcasts. I look forward to learning with you. Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one precise page of Talmud every day. Because in today's page, Gitin 16, what a lovely rhyme that is, we get an admonition, a reminder of just how important it is to report things as accurately as is possible, particularly when dealing with legal documents like a get a bill of divorce. Have a listen. The Mishnah taught that if one says, it was written in my presence, it being the bill of divorce, and one says, it was signed in my presence, the bill of divorce is invalid. Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda says that Rabbi Yochanan says, they taught that the document is invalid only if the bill of divorce was not produced by both of them in court. In other words, this halacha applies only if they were not both agents for bringing this bill of divorce. In other other words, the rabbis are saying that in order for the bill of divorce to be kosher, to be legit, it has to follow the most precise rules of reporting. Two witnesses need to be there. Not one said, oh yeah, I wrote it, and the other said, oh yeah, I saw it signed, but both of them following every step of the way, lest there are any mistakes. This raises in my mind a lot of interesting questions about how we proceed when dealing with extremely sensitive legal documents that must be just so, which is why it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show for the first time, Tablet Magazine's own Jordana La Rosa. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Now, you have many, many, many talents, uh, including being the responsible adult for so many (laughs) elements of, of Tablet's existence. But you're here today because you have, in your dark past, one particularly awesome experience. Do tell. So this was actually a pretty recent. Um, in the past year, I decided to go back to school and I was kind of prompted by my love of true crime since I am a millennial woman and um, also my love of foreign films. And I decided to go back for stenography and court reporting. Court reporting. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm going to be very, very honest here. I make my living having conversations with people and I think I'm a decent enough listener. It's part of what's required of me. But even in the midst of the most interesting, important, moving conversation, there will inevitably come a point, maybe it's two minutes in, maybe it's six minutes in, where maybe for 30 seconds, maybe for a minute, my mind would wander a little bit, kind of take a little break, you know, a little refresher before getting right back to the conversation. If I had to listen very, very closely to every detail that was being said and conveyed, 
as one, I assume, needs to do in the case of, of, of a court procedure, I would go absolutely insane. In fact, I don't think I could do it. So tell us, how do you keep track of so many details thrown your way? This is a court proceeding, not even like a dinnertime cocktail party conversation. How do you keep track of so much information? It's really just kind of being a good mimic in your own head of just completely listening to everything that's happening and not even thinking about it and focusing on the person who's speaking, but not actually looking at them in a weird way. You kind of have to almost avert your eyes and yet also look straight at them. But really, it's mostly about just kind of typing anything you possibly hear since court reporting and stenography in general is done via sounds and not actual spellings. What do you mean? So certain words have briefs, as we call them, which are shortened versions. So for example, lawyer would be loir. L-O-I-R is how you would spell it or stroke it out. And the keys have different, like it's not a traditional keyboard. So it's... um, What does it look like? It kind of looks like a old school typewriter in the sense that there are some rows, but there are also four keys at the bottom. And each key has different things. If you hold one in a certain way, it actually does punctuation. There are numbers. It's a little bit avant-garde. It's very akin to playing a piano. So you just type in these abbreviations for Mm -hmm. these words that are all based on sound? Right. So if someone spells their name and you don't know how to spell it, you spell it the way you think it sounds huh? versus the legitimate spelling. And so here's a silly question, but do you think at all or do you just kind of like hear and type? I mean, do you kind of process the words as you're listening to them or you just... You have to somewhat process. I think as you go further on, it's just so automatic because you hear it and it's like the muscle memory of it. For someone who's learning, you do have to kind of be a little more analytical of what you're actually doing. But it does very much depend on the person and their experience. Back to my first question. How do you maintain concentration? You ha- you rely so much on your ears that you have to just kind of listen and be open to listening and f- not even focusing on what you're doing, but what the next thing is going to be. Now that you have studied and trained, classically trained, classically professionally trained. trained, does this impact your experience with, you know, say when you're watching TV or even having conversation with a friend? Do you listen differently now? So I've always been a person who's also had subtitles on. So it's more distracting when the subtitles and the words don't actually match up. But I think in general, I've always been a very good listener. So it hasn't impacted me in any other capacity, I would say. I think maybe I've become more attuned, but not noticeably. Okay. Give us tips, those of us who are not (laughs) trained stenographers and want to become better, more detail-oriented, less flighty listeners such as myself. What, What do we do? What is one concrete thing that we can implement in our daily lives to become better listeners? The first thing is stop thinking I'm going to listen better. (laughs) Because that always distracts people. They're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then you actually don't do it because you're so focused on the task at hand. It's kind of almost like trying to not think about it ends up helping you. Jordana LaRosa, I promise to not think about listening better. (laughs) And thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you so much. This has been Take One, 
If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.